0: Mind talks. 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 Welcome to Mind Talks, where our minds connect. I am your host, Joel. Stay tuned until the end of the episode and find out how you can be a part of next month's Mind Talks. All right, and we are back with another episode of Mind Talks, baby. Welcome to the fourth installment of Mind Talks. Uh, we got 10 episodes in our very first season of Mind Talks, so thank you for joining me today. Uh, today, we have polled, voted, and pinpointed the topic to being in a relationship. So real quick, shout out to everyone that had voted and participated in those polls and voted. Um, I appreciate you. It was, it was an interesting... Um, vote this month this month we had the four top oh well the four selections i shouldn't say top because we didn't technically vote like we did um previous months but anyways the top four topics that we voted for for this month was being in a relationship sex toys uh, global warming earth and uh networking in your career or industry Um, And professionalism, and out of those four, being in a relationship was picked by all my followers on Instagram. So, if you want to participate next month's uh, mind talks, follow me on Instagram at Joel's Mind Official, and uh, stay tuned in my stories, and you'll know exactly what to do. So, with that being said, without further ado, let's jump right into it. Being in a relationship. This topic is a very interesting topic. It, it's it, interesting doesn't even sum it up. This is a very important topic and it's a very uh it's a good topic to talk about. So I'm glad this is what our topic is um about today. So um as usual, we have some questions, we had some two cents um deposited by my wonderful followers on Instagram and we're going to go ahead and break down those uh two cents and share it with everyone. Um and again, Thank you everyone that participated. So for the first poll that we did, the very first um, message box, we got some some good responses. And I'm gonna start with those responses. All right, so for my very first response, um, I'm gonna hit you with JJ underscore Pez. Thank you, JJ, for tuning in and responding and sharing your two cents. I appreciate you, man. So, being in a relationship. This box, we talked about giving advice, suggestions, tips, questions along the lines of that. And this is JJ's response. JJ's says, the best relationship is where you don't worry about the relationship and the rest follows. That shit was so hard, I got to read it again. The best relationship is where you don't worry about the relationship and the rest follows. You know what that's called? That's an authentic relationship. That is the most humanist, humanistic relationship that you'll ever encounter. Where you join a relationship and you let things play out how they play out. And I appreciate you, JJ, for giving me these two cents because the day and age that we live now, there's so many givers and takers that it's just so hard to distinguish what is what. You know, and the best way to do that is just to let the relationship flow, just as he says, let it follow afterwards and figure it out who's there for you, who's there against you, who's there for themselves. Especially in relationships whether that's friendships, coworkers, workers um, partners, family relationships. It you know what I mean, let it follow, let people do they do as they do. And you react as as you react, and everything else will follow. So, thank you, JJ. That is a very um, great perspective on being in a relationship. Our next response is Nick Gian. If you truly care about the person, don't worry about their past. Love them for who they are. I appreciate you, Nick. Nick, 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 man, this is a young individual. I'm sorry but you. I'm blast like that, Nick. But, Nick, man, you got your head on your shoulders straight. And uh this this response right here, I'm gonna read it again just because I talk too much sometimes. If you truly care about the person, don't worry about their past love. Don't worry about their past, love. Don't worry about their past. Love them for who they are. Great insights, great insights, and yes, we all come with the past, people. We all come with a package, we all come with something. You know what I mean? None of us are perfect, none of us are unscathed, and if we are, then you know you're you're one of the few but love them who they are. And that also means acknowledging who they are, identifying what their values are, what they believe in, and what they stand for. Love them for that. If you're trying to manipulate, you're trying to alter that, their identity, then do you really love them for them? Or do you love that they're able to adapt to what your perspective of who they should be? Let that sink in. All right. Double little whammy with the gains right now. And grade 12 states being in a relationship can be a pain in the ass. And yes, sir, that is right. That is the second definition of being in a relationship. So absolutely being in a relationship can be in a pain in the ass, because there's just so much stuff you're gonna go through in a relationship. And it's hard to say the right things, do the right things, react in the right manner. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it is, you know, just that's just the realist. That's the black and white definition of being in a relationship. It's a pain in the ass. All right. So <clears throat> we got some great questions um, from our viewers on follow, on Instagram. And we're going to lead into a different discussion. But there was two questions. Um, that I'm going to read right now, but I'm not going to answer them quite yet because I just want them to play back in your guys head and uh, Simmer and then I'm gonna answer them towards the end and these two questions were not questions. I posted on my Instagram So this is gonna be new for everyone that is tuning in all right Andrea underscore period 10 says Will ask when it's serious your partner comes before everybody else, even family and friends. You know, I don't know if that's actually a question to be honest. Let me backtrack. Reading those, she sent me twice. So that one is a statement. The other one is a question. Forgive me for my, uh, forgive me for my lack of insolence. <coughs> Our insolence, I think I said that wrong, whatever. Question. Do you believe in breaks or right person, wrong time? That's the question I want to let simmer. Do you believe in breaks or right person, wrong time? Again, I'm not going to answer that right now, but going to go ahead and let that simmer for all of us, all of our minds. Um, and again, Andrea with three A's underscore period 10. Thank you for your shout. Or thank you for your response. And I'm just going to read your statement. When it's a serious relationship, your partner comes before everybody else, even family and friends. And you know what? I'm going to have to jump in here and I'm going to have to agree. And the reason why I agree is because at the end of the day, people, when you are with your partner, when you are with your lifelong relationship, and she say it's serious, I'm not talking boyfriend, and girlfriend, a couple months or even a couple years, like, you know, let's be honest, you know, there's, there's people out there that have been in years as boyfriend and girlfriend. Didn't work out So when it's serious serious When you know it's a commitment When you guys make commitments together Whether you guys are married Or serious serious Does this person Come before your family And your friends In my opinion And in Andrea's opinion Can't really speak on her behalf But I believe so To some extent of course Obviously you know what I mean There's some levels to it But when it comes to laying your head every night for the rest of your life, there's going to be one more person laying next to you. Now, that person's not going to be your family. I mean, not your, you know, your born family, your, your raised family, you know what I mean? And it's not going to be your friends. They're not going to be laying their head with you. They're not going to be moving with you. They're not going to be seeing you and seeing all parts of you like the person that you're laying your head next to. Now, do you choose them a hundred times, a hundred times out of the time when it comes to family and friends? No. In my opinion, I believe that it's your responsibility as a partner to hold each other accountable. And when someone's fucking up, you you know, depending on the situation, if your partner is at fault and wrong, you know, I think it's I think it's our responsibility to help them understand that, help them see it. You know what I mean? If they're not wrong, and it's you know, let's say you had a family Thanksgiving or whatever comida, and drama hits, and it's not their fault. You know what I mean? They just get sucked into it. I, I think it's our responsibility to defend and honor what's going on, what has been caused, what's what's causing the issue and the drama. You know what I mean? Like, do you automatically have their back just because they're your partner? I I think naturally that's what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? That's right or wrong. I'm saying naturally, I think that's what we would naturally want to do. But when it comes to trying to, you know, mend things and make things right, it's important to have communication and understand when... There is a time in place to not necessarily not choose your partner, but to help them understand what is going on on an outsider perspective, if they're at fault or maybe not at fault. The reason why I'm saying that is because the relationship you have with your family and your friends is also very important. So to choose them ultimately over your family and friends, 100% 100 of the times, I think that's something you may want to look at. That's just my two cents on that. I don't think we necessarily choose our family and friends over our partners and vice versa 100% of the time. I I think if that's the case, I think the relationship may need to take maybe a look at what's going on in their environments with their family and their friends and in their relationship as well. You know what I mean? Because we all know those those couples, those stories where it don't matter what's going on. They're going to have each other's back. They're going to defend each other you know to to the grave you know what i mean is that a healthy relationship i don't necessarily believe that is because when you start defending people when they're in the wrong you're allowing them to react and behave a certain way that will interject within the relationship when they start treating you wrong but they're not being held accountable on the other things that they're being held wrong why and how are they going to be held accountable when they start treating the partner wrong you know what I mean? So, do I agree that that's most likely going to happen? Yes. You're, I think we should look at our partners, our significant others, as our ride and dies. You know what I mean? Like, we are with our family and our friends. We're molded by them. We make memories with them. You know, it's, it's a blessing when everyone gets along and we're able to keep those relationships and make stronger relationships and make better memories together. You know, family, friends, significant other. <clears throat> but ultimately, you got to have your, in, your partner's best interest always, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, if you're sacrificing your time and energy to be with your, your family and your friends and you're leaving your partner in the dust, I, I, think that's when, I think that's when the statement goes best. When you're in a serious relationship, your partner comes first before your family and friends. It's important to build that relationship because if that's going to be the mother or father or the guardian of your children, it's important to have those boundaries, the respect, the knowing of how you want them to be raised, to move, um, you know what I mean? To learn together so that you raise them. If it's one thing I've learned with my own family is it's like a kingdom. We got a kingdom. I'll use my I'll use my parents as an example. That's my king and queen. My brother and I are their princes. Princes, princes. Almost say princesses, but princes. And at some point, some point we're gonna have our own kingdom. Now, don't criticize me on the whole uh, hierarchy of, of a kingdom or not but at some point I'm going to be have I'm going to be the king and my woman's going to be the queen and we're going to have some princes and princesses god willing and we're going to have our own kingdom and then from there it's going to you know we're going to have our our people that we can count on our squires the jokers you know what I mean everyone is going to be within that kingdom but we're also going to have the lineage and so when it comes to You're, you know, having your best interest, in my opinion, I think it's the, your your best interest should be in your partners because it's your duty to build that kingdom. It's your duty to build that foundation. So when you have those princes and princesses, they're walking into a kingdom that's fortified for them. You know what I mean? Whether it's for them or if it's already there just because it's there, it's important to bring them into uh, a world With four walls, a roof, some clothing, some food. Because ultimately people, those are our basic needs and that's how we need to survive. So I'm going to go ahead and move forward because I can talk about that forever. So going back to just being in a relationship, another response that we got was from SuperMondo117. He says, if you aren't shooting for marriage in the future, don't waste your time. That was his best advice. I like that. And you know, at this day and age, you know, I I'm thinking, you know, I, I didn't really want to pin put an age on it because you know, I, I, live your fucking life, people. Like I, you know, don't don't live don't live what society tells you. But you know, if you're if you're at that point in life where you're ready to settle down, you're ready to build that kingdom. Listen to Supermondo. 117 If it's If you're not shooting for marriage Don't waste your time You know what I mean The flings The dating You know It's all fun and games It helps you identify What you don't like What you do like You know A little bit of you Make some memories All that good stuff But yes And I think I agree When it comes to Taking it to the next level Building something serious Don't waste your time If it ain't If it ain't marriage Then don't do it Stay off Tinder, and any other apps that give you the quick access. You know what I mean? All right. Being in a relationship, another response by ProVision Pilot. Shout out my boy TC. Being in a relationship takes commitment. Absolutely, positively. Takes a lot of commitment, people. If it's one thing that I've told A friend of mine. Being in a relationship has been the hardest thing that I've ever been. And it's not that. You know. What makes it hard. I should say. Is the commitment. Like you unknowingly are committed to this person. Until. You know. Till death do us part. If you're making that promise or if that's what you're shooting for, think about it. Your your commitment to that person is till their ending days until your ending days. And that's a whole lot of fucking commitment. So for me, being in a relationship has been one of the hardest things because I was committed to it, to growing, to uh, being a better version of myself for the relationship and for myself. So that way, my past traumas, my previous behaviors didn't repeat itself and that is why for joel being a commitment or being a commitment being a relationship has been one of the hardest things for me because i've been committed to it on a different level on on there's nothing else that i think i've been committed aside from my my life and my own personal identity and, and who i am and what i want in life aside from my relationship so uh moving forward being in a relationship Melly Mel. 95 I wish I had input Crying emoji Crying emoji Crying emoji Crying emoji And there's a laugh emoji in there too Well, anyways Mel, I You know I appreciate your response Keeping it real Keeping it authentic I know there's a lot of people that looked at this And they were thinking the exact same thing Don't ask me for advice Because I don't got none So Anyone out there that's listening to this And you're like Hey that's me Go follow Melly Mel ninety five. She's a real one. She's cool, and she keeps it true. All right. So, as for the questions, let's go ahead and dive in right into the questions. So, question number one. Oh, what is considered cheating physical versus emotional? Boom, juicy question. Juicy, juicy question. All right. <clears throat> Chili chill, chili underscore chill, chili chill, chili underscore chill. Shout out, to chili chill. You can't cheat both ways. If you have to lie or delete, you're cheating. Boom, mic drop. If you have to lie or delete, the precision of language, people, is real. If you have to lie or delete, you're cheating. Think about it. Think about it if you have to lie and delete, you're cheating. Now, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw a wrench in there. What if you're lying and deleting because you have a surprise and you're not trying to ruin the surprise? Is that cheating? I'm just gonna let that plant that seed. So moving forward. GG underscore Ramo considers both cheating. Physical and emotional. So, if you're physically doing something, you should not be doing with someone that is not your partner. Cheating. If you are emotionally invested in someone that is not your partner, cheating. Keeping it trill today, people. Keeping it trill. N great. Thank you again for responding. N great. Twelve says, messaging other people anyway. That would be considered disrespectful. So, not just messaging people, but messaging people in a disrespectful way that would be considered disrespectful. You know what I mean? So, if I'm sitting here messaging other people and I'm saying things that my lady would be considered disrespectful, cheating, cheating, all right? So it's important, it's important to know, it's important to know your significant other because you need to know what is considered disrespectful, you know, thankfully I'm in a healthy relationship as I like to believe, but I'm in a relationship where I'm able to have communication to the outside world, let's just leave it at that, but I also, I also know that, I also know what's considered disrespectful and what's not considered disrespectful, And I tell you what, people, I'm going to keep my my safe self in those lines so I don't get out of line and be considered cheating. All right. So moving forward. Zeke Zamora 11. What is considered cheating, physical versus emotional? And he is saying both is cheating. If you're. Emotionally engaged with someone else, you're physically engaged with someone else. Cheating, can I get a little cheat? Thanks. All right, Mora underscore R6. If your partner isn't aware of it, then it's cheating. You're cheating. Physical, emotional, it don't matter. If your partner ain't aware of it, cheating. Keeping it real with y'all today. I love it. I love it. all right, Ricky Rhinoceros states both. I feel women cheat emotionally more and men physically. <laughs> men physically, women emotionally. Is that true, people? What's your thoughts on that? Do men physically cheat more and women emotionally cheat more? Hmm. Hmm. Cheating, a lot cheating. All right. I'm just going to throw my two cents on that. You know, I want to agree, but I feel like I'm going to get some smoke for agreeing. I ain't going to lie, people. I feel like I'm going to get some heat for saying I agree that women be cheating emotionally and men be cheating physically. But I don't know. There's some socios out there. I ain't going to lie. There's some dogs out there, men, women, don't matter what, everything in between. Motherfuckers out here be cheating. All right, so moving forward. Ellie loses the belly. I like that, respect. Hiding anything as simple as a text. So if you're hiding, if you're acting sus and you're jumping into ventilation systems, Cheating. Don't be cheating, don't be doing, don't be doing nothing you shouldn't be doing, don't be hiding nothing. If you gotta hide it, then you might be cheating. All right. Move forward. Next question. Can second chances be given? Juicy question. Juicy, juicy question. All right. Second chances. Can they be given? We're gonna hit off with Celine Evans 94. Can second chances be given? Depends what they need a second chance for. Exclamation, laughing emoji. You know, I think this is fair. And I think this is probably the most, without reading everyone else's to you, this is probably the most realistic response and reaction that we all give. You know what I mean? Especially to the significant other that's a serious one, a committed one. Can second chances be given people? Are you willing to give The one person Your favorite person in the world A second chance Hmm. Are you capable of doing that Or is it considered cheating If you give them a second chance Are you cheating on yourself Are you you too prideful to be like I can't do it You messed up on me once I'm, I'm not giving you a second chance Depends on what they did, according to Celine Evans 94. All right, moving forward. End grade 12 on fire. If you see change, second chances can be given. All right, I like that. If you see change, so you know, change means a lot, people. You know, change means a lot. It doesn't just necessarily mean, okay, they're not going to do it anymore. There's a lot that happens before change takes place. Accountability, reflection, and action. I probably just say reflection, accountability, and then action. Whatever. Anyways, if there's change, do they deserve a second chance? I think if it's your person, I think it's something that listen, you know, like Celine Evans ninety four saying, depending on what it is for, then yeah, I would agree. Second chance is can be given all right Liliana Ines 12 states there's plenty of fish in the sea I'd say move on boom keeping a trail today people ain't none less than 98 with you I think that's what it is anyways any, any anything less than two more than 98 with you ya. y'all get the drift we keeping it hundred today, all right? We We're keeping it hundred today, and Liliana, Ines, twelve states. There's plenty of fish in the sea. I would suggest moving on. Keep it in real. Again, going back. Maybe depends on what it's for. What if they glance at someone else, and they're you know I was I'm not. Let's just let's keep it real with y'all. What if they looked at someone else, and you know they looked. And they looked. I know it now not and they are not like drooling, drooling, but they're looking, you know what I mean? The neck did break, but it's fixable. It's just a you know, a quick pop back in place and they eye. It's not a full on neck brace, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what the fuck that just came out of my mouth, but a full on neck brace, you know what I mean? With physical therapy for the rest of life. It's not that. It's just a simple pop back into place and we we're on our way. Do they do we do we move forward? Do we just you know say fuck it? There's plenty of fish fish in the sea. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna let y'all answer that in your own mind. But I you know I agree to this statement though. If it comes to the point where it's like you know what, yeah, I've given you too many chances, or if it's you know fish is just this one time, and they made a grave mistake and they can't bounce back back from it, then I would agree with Miss Liliana. Oops, excuse me, Lilia Ines, 12, I would agree, to move on, because there's plenty of fish in the sea, and that may not be the one, and if you can't forgive them, then what are we doing here, people, playing the same broken tune, you know what I mean, so, Zig Zamora coming in with another response, Zig Zamora, 11, yes, second chances can be given, and he's right there with Piki Ko. I, I hope I'm saying that right. Also, yes, second chances can be given. All right. And then we're going to go with my boy Mora underscore R6 coming in again with another two cents. Depends on the situation. I would agree. Second chances can be given, but... Depends on the situation. Like, I'm just going to throw a quick little story in here. Just because everybody loves stories. Story time. Just one time, me and my lady were living with each other. We're, like, not fishy officially living with each other. But we spent the night at each other's houses all the damn time. You know what I mean? But we had our own places. So, we basically were living with each other without living with each other. You know what I mean? You know that stage? That was where we are at at this point. And so this poor thing she washed my clothes right she washed my clothes and she dried them she dried them on high and they're not whites I dry my whites on high but my colored clothes that's the low tumble tumble dry you know what I mean you don't pit that bellboy on high you wanna know why because everything looks like I shopped at baby gap and I was mad people I was heated she dried my clothes on high heat and it shrunk it my little panchita was coming out, it was saying peekaboo, and I was mad, and I ain't gonna lie, I'm like, can I do this, is this, is this, is this something worth keep salvaging, but I gave her a chance, Braypool. you know what I mean, it's an honest mistake, shit happens, you know, I ended up losing weight, because I was too broke to buy clothes, and so, you know, there's a silver lining of everything, so, just like Celine Evans 94 and more underscore R6. Depends on the situation. Depends on what the second chance is for. All right. West Coast Mendes coming in with his response. If the first chance can be forgiven. Just want to read that. Can second chances be given? I like that. So, if the second chance. But the first one. Let's, let's go back to the first one. I gave you first chance. And you did some, you know, when you needed a first chance, the second chance. I like that. That's a great perspective. Let's go back to the first. Let's go. Let's go. To the, let's go to the very, very beginning. I gave you the first chance already. You want another one? You want to pull that card twice on me? I like it. That's a great perspective, West Coast Mendez. Let's go ahead and go with Ricky Rhino Settles. Yeah, but once a cheater, always a cheater. Ooh, Someone someone was thinking this. Someone was thinking this. Once a cheater, always a cheater. You know, that's, I like to say that's a case-by-case situation. But people, again, if you can't forgive your partner, just like Lilia, Ines, 12 states, there's plenty of fish in the sea. And maybe you just need to close that chapter and start a new one and move forward. All right. Rogelio Andrade, five. Only when the two consider it together, not one-sided. Okay, okay. We're coming with two minds on this one. So when it comes to the second chance, both of them are going to have to agree to the terms of the new contract of the second chance. And until both mutually agree, then a second chance be given I think that's fair I think that's what usually happens in most situations where a chance or a second chance or possibly even a third chance may have to be given so good point, good perspective Ellie loses the belly coming at us hot they can, but they shouldn't can a second chance be given they can, but they shouldn't According to Ellie, lose the belly. And honestly, I think I'm gonna have to go with, I'm gonna have to go with Celine Evans 94 and Mora underscore R6 with this one. It depends on the situation. If they shouldn't be forgiven or given a second chance. Like my lady, going back to that story. I know it's not what we're thinking. You know what I mean? We're thinking something juicy, but this is this was a problem for me, people. This really it, it made my blood pressure rise, okay? And I think and I think that's what we forget about when it comes to relationships. It's the little things. It's the little things. Going back to end grade 12, being in relationships, but pain in the ass. I tell you what, my ass was in a lot of pain that day when I found out my shit was shrunken. But she did deserve a second chance. But you know what, honestly, I, I did feel like, you know what? You shouldn't have done that. You should have known, but I give her a second chance. And here we are happy living the happily ever after life. <laughs> kind of not really. She don't got a ring on it. And she keeps telling me about it and I'm feeling the pressure, but it's all right. Moving forward. So I accidentally posted a question twice. So I'm just going to go ahead and give those people that responded another shout out because I appreciate your engagement. And so let's go ahead and read them. And great. Come in. And grade 12 coming in with another two cents physically. Oh, sorry. I didn't even read the question. That second question that I posted. What is considered cheating physical versus emotional? So going back to that question that I had already asked before, what is considered cheating physical versus emotional? Ah, dropping my phone. Oop. All right. And grade 12 states physically first base to home run, even dancing with another sex. Is considered cheating. That's all physical. You know. So first base. To home run. Even dancing with the opposite sex. I think I read that wrong the first time. But even dancing with the opposite sex. Would be considered cheating. Alright. West Coast. Men- Mendez. Coming at us. With. What is considered cheating. Physical. Or emotional. And he simply states. Both. I would have, to, would have to agree. That hurts people. Getting emotionally involved with someone else. Getting physically involved with someone else. Ugh. Rip my heart out and pour chlorine in my eyes. Why don't you? You know what I mean? Rogelio Andrade 5. The intent to be emotional or physical with another person is cheating. Cheating. A whole lot of cheating going on. All right. So going on to the other question. How people decide to marry one another? Do body counts matter? Ooh, this is a juicy fruit question. I tell you what, I should be sponsored. This question should be sponsored by Juicy Fruit because that's how juicy this question is. All right, and I appreciate everyone's responses on this. So we're gonna go back with Chili, Chili underscore Chill. Someone you're willing to work with, and someone that's willing to work with you. Both of you want better, want to be better people. Also, body counts only matter if you're immature. I like this response because I'm going to be real with y'all Just because we're keeping it two more than 98 Which everyone today When I was a youngster Body counts mattered to me But I'm talking about I was young Okay, I think I was coming out of high school still That was something like You know, I'm, I, you're fucking immature I don't give a fuck who you think you are Y'all motherfuckers are immature You know what I mean you're, Everyone is immature and, and, Until like I would even say they're getting into the 30s. I'm still immature, but I'm a lot mature than I was several years ago. But I know damn well when I get to 30, I'm going to look back and be like, you know, at 27, I'll still be doing immature shit. And if you're not being real with yourself, let me be real with you. You're still immature. All right. And that's okay. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that, you know, each year that passes by, we get a little less immature, a little more mature. And going back with Chili underscore chill, body counts only matter if you are indeed immature. So, GG underscore Ramo, and in my opinion, no, not before starting to date, body counts don't matter. So if you're dating and at that time period, y'all committed to each other, then the body counts before do not matter. I believe that's fair, especially when you're at the age group, when you're trying to make something serious, you know what I mean? Because if you're bringing up old shit that did not even involve you, like this person didn't know your existence, or even if they did, but they weren't committed to you in any way, shape, or form, I'm going to have to agree, but this is the maturity person that's, you know, coming at you right now. Ask me that fucking 10 years ago, what about 17? (sighs) I would have been like, yeah, body counts matter. They do matter. You know what I mean? So again, going with the maturity aspect of things, body counts, do they matter? Absolutely. If you're racking up more body parts, like body counts when you're with someone, then there's a motherfucking problem. That's a completely different subject. That's that's going back to cheating, physical versus emotional. Okay. So thank you for that. GG underscore Ramo. Nick Guillen states don't worry about their past just focus on the present if you focus on past it won't work that's what i'm telling you i'm telling you this kid is a young cat and he already has his head straight you know what i mean it's tightened and secured he knows what he's talking about and yes i agree 100 you gotta focus on the present people also the future to some degree but the present's where all the magic happens but if you focus on the past then you both are hurting you want to know why because if you're bringing up their past, that's their life. That's their decision. That was their choice that they made at some point and you're holding them against it. And that shit's tough. I'm not saying that it's impossible or you know I'm, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do it. I'm I'm not oh, I'm saying you shouldn't. I guess what I'm saying, but I'm saying it's going to happen. And you know naturally we're going to want to Hold some type of resentment towards it because we're human, but we should push forward to remaining present and focusing on the relationship as the it's at, you know what I mean? Because people are capable of changing. And again, if they didn't know you, you, I mean, you really have no business in dictating their life before your existence and theirs. All right. That's my two cents on that. All right end grade 12 body counts should come in with some smoke he's blowing some o's body counts matter to end grade 12 and you know what that's everyone's forte you know what i mean i'm not here to judge i'm not saying who's right and who's wrong i'm a bit drop my two cents and people are going to drop the two cents and that is okay this is where our minds connect that's what mind talks is about people body counts matter and this response now, this is, I'm just, I want to go down this rabbit hole because, you know, I'm just in here preaching about how you should focus on the relationship at hand. Now, let's let's deep. Let's transgress. Let's regress back to 17 year old Joel. And why would body counts matter? Hmm. Why do body counts matter to 17 year old Joel? In the body and the body. In the Bible, it sets, it states the body is the temple. Now, it is our responsibility to treat the temple and you know protect it. Now, if that temple is working more like a church and Sunday services is being passed around, you know what I mean? <sighs> Would that describe someone's behavior, and possibly the way they may move? Is that why it matters to seventeen-year-old Joel? I would agree. I think that that's you know I I was making assumptions before you know I came to accepting what I would need to accept. But that was, that again, the seventeen-year-old Joel. And I appreciate these two cents because, again, we're keeping it real today. So, moving forward. And more. And more. Mora underscore R6. Forgive me for messing that up. The past is the past. You know my stance on this. I feel like I've learned to accept a different outcome. And Mora underscore R6 is definitely on the wagon of keeping things in the present all right Ricky Rhino Settles states someone past should stay in the past talk it out if you're worried about it Ken keeping it real people keeping it real on mind talks today yes I would agree I think that it is probably the most healthiest way you know what I mean because there's some people out there that are like that's my past and I don't want to talk about it well when you're involved with someone else and they're emotionally invested in you and it's bothering them i think you owe it to them to at least try to talk it out i'm not saying to sit there and explain yourself and like justify yourself but maybe talk it out and and talk about their feelings about it not more so explaining why you did it or what you did but more so assessing how they feel about the situation and how you can move forward from it that's my take on that All right, Ellie loses the belly, states, no, body counts do not matter. All right, and now we're gonna go with another juicy question. Healthy versus unhealthy relationships. What may lead to either healthy or unhealthy? And this is a a loaded question. Are open relationships possible? Anything is possible. All right. So, Raina Angelica states, definitely open communication, letting the other person know when something they're doing is bothering you. Holding it in does nobody any good. That's a great insight. That's a great insight and great take on this because holding it in can lead to that one outburst. It's like they're saying, it's like they're saying, the door slammed heard across the world you don't want to be the door slam you know you don't want to be generating that door slam you know it is our responsibility to assess our emotions and develop some communication skills on getting that message out on how we feel now it's hard i ain't gonna lie i'm you know for someone that likes to fucking talk a lot There'd be days where I'm like, I don't know the fuck I'm trying to say, but I'm not feeling it right now. You know what I mean? And uh, it takes time. takes practice. It does take practice. So, appreciate your response. Reina Angelica. Ricky Rhinoceros. states insecurity is a huge factor to unhealthy, toxic relationships. Keeping it trill today, people. Keeping it trill. Might as well call today trailer. Thriller. Seeing Jake Paul knock out fucking Ben Askren. (laughs) Save that for another day. Anyways. Insecurity. Leads to toxic relationships. It's how the insecurity is projected out into the other person. And how that behavior. Is behaving. Now. Is there a healthy way of being insecure? I think insecurity is natural to all of us. It's just my two cents on this. I think insecurity is natural for everyone. You know what I mean? Believe it or not, Joe gets insecure sometimes. I ain't going to lie. I know. Crazy world. Who would have thought? Not me. I'm just kidding. But yes, I get insecure, of course, people. I'm fucking human. You know what I mean? But when it becomes toxic... I think we're starting to listen to the insecurity more than we're listening to reality and what's really going on. So when insecurity hits and those voices are chirping away at you, you got to learn how to turn those voices down. And remember your thoughts are not your reality. It's the best advice that I've read and received by a book. Your thoughts are not your reality. You are the thinker of your thoughts. So essentially you are in control of those thoughts. And I do believe insecurity comes from our own minds. It comes from our own thoughts. And of course, it comes from the people that were fucking assholes to us and treated us like shit. But we also have some control of our insecure thoughts. All right. Those are my two cents on that. Bada bing. Elizabeth Castro says, Men always be lying, so stay single and ready to mingle. I love it. Keep it 100 today, people. We accept everyone's two cents on this. So you know, we ain't judging, we ain't slut shaming anyone today. All right. We ain't doing none of that. Men always be lying, so stay single and ready to mingle. I respect it. I, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna I ain't gonna knock it down because you know. It be it may be facts. It may be facts. You know what I mean. It, it may be facts. All right. Um. Yeah, definitely. Uh. You know, our open relationships possible. You just gotta stay ready. You just gotta stay ready in case a motherfucker be cheating. You know, if you out here cheating, just like Lilia Ines Twelve states, there's plenty more fish in the sea. So stay ready. Just like Elizabeth Castro staying here. All right. So moving forward. <clears throat> all right. This question. This is this sums up the last questions that we all chipped in together. So I appreciate you for making it this far and tuning and keeping up with everyone's responses. And if you're responding and you're still listening, I appreciate you. The show wouldn't have been made if it wasn't for you. But I'm going to make that dead and clear. All right. So last question. How should each other communicate to one another? All right. How should each other communicate to one another? More underscore 6 states the sooner the better if something is bothering you. You don't want it to snowball. That's a great metaphor or not metaphor. Well, I guess it's a metaphor, but uh analogy. That's what I'm going with. Uh that's a great analogy. You don't want things to snowball, just like I'm saying, you know, a volcano, that door slam heard across the world. You don't want to be that door slam and you don't want to be the snowball because when it starts to pile and pile and pile, you know what that, you know, what the snowball, you know where the snowball ends up, it ends up being that lump in your throat and you can't fucking talk because you're like, Ugh. you're mad and you want to cry, but you're like, not because you're sad, but because you're frustrated, That snowball, that's what's in your throat. Just remember that if you're bothered and you don't say something, or if you don't know how to regulate that emotion and what that whatever happened and transpired to make you feel that emotion. If you don't have a regulatory routine or system developed, then that snowball is going to be in that throat and you're like, "Ah, ah, ah." all right, enough of that, Joel. Jenny, JJ, Jenny states, understanding that it's harder for your partner than it is for you to communicate. That is a great. That is a great insight, and I appreciate you, Jenny, for stating that. Because they say opposites attract. All right. So let's just let's just run with that idea. Opposites attract. Let's take person A. They're a communicator. They're a talker. They're extroverted. They like being social. Person B, introvert, likes to stay inside. Uh, has a smaller circle can go without being so social. Now, with that theory, with this situation, person A most likely is gonna be a better communicator in the sense of they're gonna wanna talk about things rather than the other person. So understanding if that is you, you are that person that's willing to talk about shit and the other person is not, you must understand that you're riding with your partner. And if your partner's not that much of a communicator, It's going to ask, it's going to call for some more extra patience and probably some fucking coaching skills. I ain't going to lie because let's be honest, it's hard. You know, when people don't speak up and say it's hard because you're like sitting there and you want to fix something and you're like, I'm waiting for you to tell me how I can fix it. That's where the patient comes in, people. That's where we got to remind ourselves that this person is on a different level and we got to respect that. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong it's not that they're less than, it's just their communication style was molded differently than yours. And that's okay. All right. So don't be in hassle about it. Don't be a jerk about it because that doesn't get anyone motivated to change. All right. Just talking about change behaviors, you can't get someone to change if you're forcing them to change. That's not change. That's being told what to do. There's a difference. And if you want real change, you want authentic change. You got to let the motherfucker figure it out on their own. And you can guide them. You can be there for them. You can support them. You can ask them questions. But if you're sitting there telling them what the fuck to do, you're no better than, you know, them not being able to communicate. You know what I mean? And, you know, I I take that back because that just makes it sound like the person that can't communicate is a bad person. Out of the situation, if there's a bad person, it's going to be the person that's trying to be the dictator and tell the other person what to do. You know what I mean? If you're not coaching in a way that's constructive and coming from a good place and it's coming from anger, then you got to take a step back. That's it. You just got to take a step back. Take a breather. Throw up the T sign for timeout. Take a motherfucking lap. All right. And come back and revisit it and uh, keep moving forward. So just like that, we're going to move forward. Ricky Ryan rhino settles states depends on the relationship but should never disrespect one another boom perfect segue and that was not even meant to be but yes don't be disrespectful people especially your partner that's a significant other again like i'm saying you're building a kingdom people you're out here working grinding if your goal is to have children then y'all need to communicate and develop those skills, develop all that. Because when you have kids, it's going to fuck it all up. And you're gonna, know, you're not going to know what the fuck to do. And you're going to be like, I'm looking at your partner I'm like, why the fuck did we do this? You know what I mean? I'm just joking. But don't disrespect each other because that's going to translate. And that's going to transcend into a relationship. If you make it okay to start disrespecting each other, then it's okay for the relationship to be disrespectful. And if you start disrespecting each other, most likely you're going to be start disrespecting other people. And most importantly, you're going to be teaching the little ones that it's okay to be disrespectful. And people, Joel's Mind Podcast is about being a better version of yourself. And you're able to be a better version of yourself. And you're able to not be disrespectful and make that change. Well, the people around you are going to be better. Okay? So I appreciate you, Ricky Rhino Settles, for stating that. Do not be respectful. And it depends on each other. Because ultimately, we are molded by our environments. And we... All come from different walks of life. Very similar, but also very different. So keep that in mind when you're talking to your significant other, because that is the person that you lay your head next to. And that is the person that's supposed to have your back 100% of the time. Well, I'm I'm, I'm contradicting what I said from the very beginning, but at least 90% of the time. Okay. So remember that. Rogelio Andrade 5. Open communication makes it a strong relationship. Yes, yes, indeed. Unless y'all are passing notes, you know what I mean. But then, even then, that's still technically communicating. So, yes, stronger relationships come with communication. I actually got a text from my dad today saying, "Hey, son, communication is key. Don't forget it. I love your mother. We've been get, we've been together for over 25 years of marriage. Communication is key. I'm still working on it till, till this day." That's coming from experience. That's coming from the man above. That's coming from my king, people. Communication is key. And it's not going to stop. It's going to be something you're going to have to develop over the years, even when you got it figured out. Because life is just that way. It's going to make you keep learning shit. Even when once you figured it out, it's going to be like, gotcha. And it's going to pull the rug. And you're going to have to learn all over again. But that's okay. If you're capable of learning, if you're capable of getting there and getting it figured out, remember that. Remember that you figured it out once. You could do it again. All right. Keep on pushing. All right. And that that sums up the last of our question, our responses to that question. Now, I'm going to jump in, backtrack a little bit to the very beginning of our first box, being in a relationship with that question. And then also another response that I didn't have. on those responses. Cause I got some DMS. So I'm gonna go ahead and read those. All right. What may lead to healthy, unhealthy relationships are open relationships possible. This is coming from GG underscore Ramo. Appreciate your dollar bill on this one. Lack of communication can lead to unhealthy relationships. Communication is key and trust. Oh, communication is the key in trust. Be honest to your partner about your needs and what you want from them in a relationship. Discuss your relationship dynamics early on. Sometimes they will just commit to things to appease one another, and that can create tension or resentment. That's a very great, great point. Committing or doing something just to appease someone rather than understanding the why behind it. Why do I like my clothes, colored clothes, dry on low tumble dry don't do it because i'm telling you to do it i need you to understand the why because if you understand the why then you're never going to need me to tell you again you know not to dry my clothes on high heat because you understand the why people if you understand the why then it makes more sense on committing to whatever it is the action or the boundary that they're setting you know what i mean and yes, going back to GG underscore Ramo, and yes, they are possible, but again, talk about it. What do you want from an open relationship? Is it just sex, emotional connection, and reaffirm each other each day, each that, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself, and reaffirm each day, we do see other people, but you're the one I'm committed to. This needs to be talked about early into a relationship, because having that conversation later can hurt the relationship. One could feel like they are not enough, then what? It's better to say, hey, I will consider it someday or it's something we can talk about. This way, your partner is not in shock that you're now interested in opening up your relationship. Barry, very, very great insight. Appreciate you, Gigi Ramos. And then going back to, can second chances be given? Depending on the incident and the situation, we're going back to that. Depending on the situation. Depending on the situation, yes, they can. I think people need to really say, yes, I can move past to this and drop it. If they can't, then no. It all depends on what happened. If we're talking about cheating, for me, it's a no. Because I know I couldn't drop it. People just need to be honest about being able to move forward or not. That's great self-awareness. And yes, people, that is okay. That's, That's, you know, again, going with the terms of appeasing someone, don't forgive someone to appease them. You know what I mean? There's, there's, there's a thing in being in relationships called comfortability. And if it's one thing that I've experienced myself and, and I've seen it throughout many people, walks of life, the comfortability that a relationship will give you can be very detrimental to your overall well-being. Some people cannot be without a partner. And that, people, is toxic. And the reason why I'm saying that is because if we do things to appease other people, or we're able to just, we're just going to forgive and forget, but not really be over it. We're not doing ourselves justice. And going back to what everyone has been, you know, to some of the people that responded, that snowball effect. It's going to come out. That lump at the throat's going to come out. The door slamming hurt across the world going to come out, people. That's how people get really, really hurt. Dragging on things longer than they should. It's going to hurt at some point, people. Whether you're slamming that door or you're saying, hey, there's other fish in the sea and I'm going to jump back in the ocean and I'm going to catch me one. You got to ask yourself, at what point is the pain going to be worth accepting? When when it's the worst of its worst, and the cheating already happened, the second chance was already given, and the cheating already happened again, you know what I mean? It's something that I think we weren't really talked about growing up, you know what I mean? We don't really, I mean, I, I guess I'm speaking for myself we're not exactly talked about relationships and like what is in store for them, you know, some things and, it, and it's, it's kind of hard to talk about it. You kind of have to go through it to really understand it. You know what I mean? Cause it's easy to say, well, if I was in that situation on the outside looking in, well, if I was in that situation, I would have done this. It would have been easy for me to do that. Ah, that's what we say until we're in the relationship with our favorite person in the world and then it really hurts and then the reality sinks in and you're like fuck it's easier said than done and that's a relationship that's the definition of relationship it's easier said than done but um, again that self awareness of knowing that if someone is going to cheat on you and you're not going to be able to drop it and forgive them or at least forgive them but drop it and not be able to drop it then jump back in the ocean and go start fishing people All right. I appreciate your two cents, uh, Miss Gigi underscore Ramos. Keeping it real with us. I appreciate that. All right, and then for our last DM response, let's go here. Oh, getting lost in the sauce. Nope, not that one. Sheesh. There it is. Boom. So, being in a relationship. There's lots of good and there's lots of bad. Cole underscore Franco, 28 states. I like doing shit alone. And sometimes the significant other might see it as separating yourself. Great insights. Cole underscore Franco. I think that's important. That's that's, that's self-awareness along with the communication. If you like you know, being Mr. Solo Dello and doing things on your own. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. But checking in with your partner and being like, hey, you know, I'm gonna go do this. And if you know that they're, you know, insecure or like they're, you know, they they like much rather do things hundred percent of the time with you and they, you know, they want to be with you hundred percent of the time, you know, setting that boundary, having that communication, having that talk and saying, Hey, you know, I sometimes I need space for myself. I'm that I'm that person. If it was up to Lubita I'd be attached to your hip all the time, and she would be okay with it. And you know, I think I would too to some degree. But I'm also there's that percentage of me that's like, I need my alone time. I like I like being here at my house completely alone. Like, it just allows me to like. Whew, there's something in the silence in a silent house. That's you know, my home, and there's silence, and it's like. It's just it's very calming and tranquil for myself and I appreciate those moments. Um unless I'm working from home, it's a different story with that. But anyways, being home and enjoying it. So I understand this, Cole underscore Franco. It it's important to communicate that and let you know your people know if you're much like us and having that alone time is important for you. All right. So going back to Going back to Andrea underscored period 10's question. Let me just pull it up real quick. And There it is. Boom. Boom. Do you believe in breaks or right person, wrong time? My response to this. I do believe in breaks, people. I believe in breaks. You want to know why? because sometimes you need to take a step back. And sometimes where you're at, like she's you know like she's asking right person wrong time? Yes. I I would agree. Cuz let's just say you're making moves. You're single. You're not necessarily ready to mingle, but you're single and you have an objective. Whether that objective is to land yourself in your career, move up in a position, you know, push your body to a certain limit obtaining a certification or degree and while you're on your journey to obtaining that or you're just minding your own fucking business and this fucking perfect beautiful ass fish slaps you in the fucking face and you're like ah damn do it again you know what I mean is the break necessary I think in the, in the senses where you're trying to make something work and you think and it's just not working out, but you guys want to be with each other. I don't think that's wrong. I think if you guys could come to a consensus of like why the break is needed, not necessarily agree to it, because let's be honest, the break is probably the hardest conversation second to breaking up. Well, it's taking a break. That's why you have that conversation. Can I be with other people? That's that's up to you in the relationship. If y'all are open to that then that's something y'all gotta accept if you are not then kudos to you i like you know for me taking a break it it would be that if we were to take a break it, it's 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 taking a break from the relationship not in a, in a sense to fool around i wouldn't consider that a break I would, I would consider that a hall pass you know what i mean Again, that's something you want to talk about, just like GG underscore Ramos was was talking about. You want to have an open relationship. You got to have that communication and, you know, break it down to them. What is it that you're obtaining? What is it that you're wanting out of this? What is that? What is it that they mean to you? You know what I mean? But when it comes to a break, right person, wrong time. I believe you can stay committed to someone even with a break. And a break can mean less communication, less Seeing each other, because let's be honest, dude. Seeing see, seeing someone, meeting up with someone, making plans with someone, being around someone, it takes your energy, it takes your time. Most importantly, and if you are trying to move and make and better yourself, or you're trying to do something, and you're, you're on an objective, and you're you know you're feeling yourself, and that's taking you away from that because that's what happens, people. That's that's the relationship. It's gonna pull you away from what's going on in your world. And then your world is going to start being combined with another person's world. And that time of being single and having those single privileges and single freedoms are not going to be there. So if you need a break to better yourself or, you know, just kind of better the relationship, ultimately, in my opinion, I think if you're taking a break, it's it's for the relationship, but it's it's for yourself. You know what I mean? So, yes, I would agree I would say yes that I do believe Right person, wrong time And that breaks can be helpful But again That's between the relationship and breaking down What it is That you guys are looking for If you guys are, you know, you guys have a break And you guys are open to, you know, doing things Or if you guys don't even want to talk about that And you guys are just like, no, we're taking a break And a break is exactly that I'm going to be single I'm going to be, you know, whatever That's that That's on you. If that's what's going to help you be better coming back to the relationship, then that'll be better. But my two cents is on it. If you're going to take a break and fool around with someone else, then I wouldn't say it's the relationship. I think there's something going on internally that may not have been figured out quite yet. That's my two cents on that. So, <clears throat> as always, I want to give you guys my... Thorough breakdown of The main topic Of today's episode And before I do that I had to Hydrate my esophagus Cause I'm about to spit some fire <sighs> Okay Being in a relationship In Joel's mind My two cents <clears throat> Being and, and this is I'm just going to throw this out there. This is off the top of the dome, people. I'm giving it raw. I'm keeping it 100 with y'all. I'm sorry. You're probably going to hear these word things coming out my throat. I just drank some water, and I can hear them, and I feel like y'all can hear them. So anyways, glad that we got past that. <clears throat> I'm going to give this to you raw. This is my two cents on a relationship. I'm keeping it 100 with y'all. Being in a relationship, people, is by far the biggest and most important investment you will ever make in your life. I'm going to say it again, being in a relationship, is by far is the biggest and most important investment you will ever make in your entire life. And the reason why I say that is because you are investing your time to be with someone else for the rest of your time. And everything matters. Your goals, your aspirations, your mindset, the way you spend your money. If you guys are on the same page with it, then it doesn't fucking matter. But if you guys are against each other on it, then it matters. If you're wanting to invest your the rest of your life with someone, it's important, in my opinion, for you guys to establish certain skills together. If you have one person making all the money and you have a second person spending it all, there's an unfair playing field in that relationship. and I don't me personally, you know what I'm saying it is the biggest investment you will make. If that's something you can handle and that's something that you're okay to work with, then I get it. But if you're trying to build a family and raise children, create a lineage, build something for your future generational children, be in a relationship, is your biggest investment. The way you guys move together now will dictate what your future grandchildren will have, what your children will have. And that's important, people. I think a lot of us, some of us, whatever, there's people out there that are not taught this. They don't know this until they are thrown into the world world and have to figure it out. And being in a relationship is the biggest investment. You can invest in real estate. It's going to get you money. It's going to give you an asset. You can invest in a vehicle. It's going to get you maybe status, maybe from point A to point B, some better gas mileage, whatever. You can invest in yourself, and it's going to help you with whatever you're trying to get help with, skills, furthering yourself, understanding knowledge, being mentored. What a relationship will do in terms of an investment you are investing in yourself financially. You are investing yourself in terms of assets. You are investing yourself in terms of betting yourself. And I don't think we look at relationships like that. I think we look at relationships in in a way that, oh, they're here to make me feel good. They're here to support me emotionally. And they're here to fuck me. Let's be honest. I'm going to keep it real with you. They're here to make me feel good mentally, mo- emotionally, and physically but a relationship can be so much more. It's just what you make it, people. So that is why I'm saying being in a relationship is the biggest investment you will ever make in your life. Because if your partner is not good with their money, well, guess what? Who's not also not good with your, their money? You. Even if you are good with it. Because you're going to have to compensate for what they're not good at. And that goes beyond just money. If they're not good with communication, well, guess what? It's going to take some time. You're as good as the... I don't want to pin anyone down, but you're as good as your strongest... Your weakest link. And if the weakest link is not able to communicate, well, guess what? We're going to have to dial it down to help this person, help my partner, our partner, whoever's partner, get better at communicating, get better at spending money, get better at being ambitious or setting goals or accomplishing things. That's why I'd say being in a relationship is the biggest investment you will ever make because you're investing in yourself. You're going to spend the rest of your life with that person. And you want that person to make you happy. You're going to have a miserable life. You know what also comes with the happiness? Money doesn't dictate your happiness, but money is also a tool. And tools are needed in this life to further and to make the happiness happen. People will have $40,000 a year and be fine with that and be happy. People will make two hundred dollars year, and it's not the money that's making them happy, but it's the partner they're with, the people they're around. When it comes to longevity, people, we need to look outside of just our day to day activities. We need to look at our future, our kids and you know if you're if you're not someone that wants kids, I still think this applies to you because it's still going to dictate what you do with that person for the rest of your life. Now, you can sit there and battle debt your whole life. That's how people live in poverty they're fighting debt, they're trying to learn debt now. It's easier when you have two sources of income, and two driven people with the same goal to accomplish something. If you're coming from debt, the best way you can get out of that is if you guys are on the same page, and you guys are knocking that shit out together. Because if it's one person doing it, and the other person is, you know, kind of staggering around, well, you, you you might get there, but you're not going to get there as fast as if the other person is grinding and putting the pedal to the the metal to the floor. What's the saying going? The metal to the pedal, the pedal to the metal. There it is. If you're not pinning if the two people are not working together and not pinning the pedal to the metal, then it's gonna take longer, people. And let's be honest. We don't we have to work. If I could do this my whole life or you know, majority of my day and get paid for this and sustain what I gotta sustain. I would appreciate it, but it doesn't, I would, I would, I would be a lot more happy and I would be a lot more just on a different perspective, but that's not the case. And that's, that's the case for most of us. We have to work. We have to find a source of income. And even then, even the people that are out there making, they got six avenues of income. They're still working. They still got to do things, but are they working as much as we are? Maybe not. But my point is is at the end of the day, we're going to be working until the day that we die. Whether it's something we love or something we hate, we're going to be spending a majority of our time doing something that is outside of our household, outside of our partner. So investing in someone that's able to support you on doing what you do. I love my fucking woman. I'm so fucking blessed to have my woman. She supports me in what I'm doing, people. If I invested my time and energy into someone that didn't, and didn't support me in, in creating Joel's mind, dude, this content would probably not even be here. Or I would probably just not have the best content coming out of me right now. But knowing me, I would, I most likely would be single. But what I'm trying to say is, people, your biggest investment will be the person you spend the rest of your life with. And think about it. Because you're not just spending, you're not just investing in a financial aspect and just uh, in a, an investment in yourself. Like it's spiritual, it's emotional, it's a physical. It's creating babies, okay? Being in a relationship is the biggest investment you ever make. So choose wisely. Be selfish. Be selective. Hold yourself to a certain standard and hold that person to the same standard. Don't hold them to a higher standard than you because it's not fair. But hold each other accountable. That's how these people out here are making it in this world. Some people, they have relationships based on business. And, and I'm meaning like, like partnership. And it's, you know what I mean? Let's let's just run down that rabbit hole. How happy would they be if they just were with someone that they really were happy with and we're still able to do business with? It, there's studies, there's, there's facts out there, people, that has been proven. If you are in a happier mental state, you perform better. You perform and think at a higher level than someone that is stressed out or constantly in stress or constantly pessimistic and negative. And I don't even, I don't even need to bring up any facts because I could sit here and tell you right now and ask you and, pl- and just say that when you're happy versus when you're mad or upset, how do you work What is your work like You answer that for yourself But what I'm trying to say people Is if you're happier If you're happy in life Doesn't matter what you do Rich poor Whatever If you're going to be with someone Choose wisely Because they will dictate that happiness And they will dictate Whether you're in poverty Whether you're You're rich They're going to help you obtain What you need to obtain Okay and my last point, I'm being a relationship, it, it takes work. Don't let these Instagram posts fool you people. It's real. It's real. There's drama out there. People come with different you know walks of life. you know, accepting things for what they are, being patient, being kind, being loving. It it takes work. You don't always just wake up every day saying, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to love everyone. Some days you wake up on the wrong side of the bed and those days take extra work. And it's always going to take work. One thing I've learned is when you get older, you're going to have to learn how to be old together. Okay. That sounds fucking weird, but trust me, it's going to make sense because when you're old, you guys are going to start going through changes in your body and your mental state that you guys never encountered before because you guys are never at that age your men, your balls start touching the water in the toilet, you know what I mean, that's gonna be some weird shit, you know what I mean But and and women, you know y- y'all breasts are gonna be sagging lower than, in, than before you know what I mean, you, you guys are gonna encounter some things that you've never encountered before and that's just cause it's life, that's part of life, you're gonna not be able to hold your bodily fluids as comfortably and as strong as you can now and it's just, you guys are gonna be going through shit together because that's life. It's just, uh, that's how it is. You know, curveballs are thrown at you. Illnesses take over people. Unexpected, unforeseen tragedies happen. You know what I mean? And in all, all the above, in other words, in, in terms of goodness. You strike gold one day. You know what I mean? The goal, in my opinion, is to make it rich, wealthy, whatever, But keep that goodness in you. Don't let it change you. You know what I mean? I want more money as a tool and as a resource. So that way I can do what I envision. But I don't want it to turn me into someone that I'm not. And that's my responsibility to do that. Just like it's your responsibility to choose wisely. So, being in a relationship. It is the biggest investment you will ever make in your life. Remember that. You heard it here on Joel's Mind Podcast through Mind Talks. I appreciate everyone tuning in. That is the episode. Thank you so much. And again, if you want to be in next month's episode, follow your boy at Joel's Mind Official. Stay tuned to my stories. Look at my stories on my little highlights and uh, you'll understand how Mind Talks work. And thank you to everyone that had chimed in and spat out their two senses. I appreciate you all. You all have a blessed day. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, happy birthday. Take care, go out there and be a better version of yourself and try and be in a relationship. All right, peace.